Shalom, hello and welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Carl Whitehead. And in this podcast, we're going to be continuing our discussion on Torah and prayer. Now in our journey into the discussion of Torah and prayer, we have centered ourselves around the idea that Prayer is conversation that connects and is a fundamental means by which we position ourselves within the sound of God's word, learning in turn how to expand ourselves in our capacity to sound like heaven. And if you will recall, in previous discussions we've talked about the idea of the fusion of heaven and earth that comes about not just through the way we act but through the way we speak and the way we speak can be a reflection of the voice of heaven and that we learn how to do this through the word of God it is the foundational principle that can become activated and unlocked in our lives when we allow the voice and the sound of God's word to motivate and to inspire the way we talk. We have looked at a a number of examples within the Torah that model the journey of moving with the voice of God as our anchor point and how this allows us to facilitate the perspective of heaven being preeminent in every situation. So if you will recall, when we looked at how Yaakov prayed and the steps that we can see and the principles that sit in the way Torah presents the narrative of the way he prayed. And then we looked at Yitach and with a specific emphasis on the word Siach, the way he meditated around the word of God. And that is a crucial key for us as well in learning how to develop the language of heaven. What are we meditating on? What are we allowing the the scope of our imagination to observe? How do we move around the, the concepts, the themes, the narratives and the stories that we find within God's word that not just to inspire us, but to help us see into the heart of the way God engages with us, the way he talks with us, the way he motivates and direct, directs our steps. All these things come out in the way we think about God's word. So our capacity to meditate on his word is very important to us. And this is something that is talked about frequently. And we only need to turn to David Hamalek, David the king. Look at the way he talks about these things in Tehillim, in the book of Psalms. And there is one particular verse, or there's a, actually there are a number of verses in, in the Psalms that really inspire me about this. But, but cons- consider these words that we find in Tehillim 119. 
in the noon section where it says near le ragli devarecha a lamp for my feet is your word ve lintivati and a light for my path how amazing are these words and what is he talking about here he's talking about the the way that his meditation of the word directs his pathway and how the word itself becomes an illuminating point within his heart this is why he says such wonderful things in this particular psalm he's talking about the way he engages with Torah the way it inspires so one thing however that profoundly comes to the forefront of this discussion on prayer is that prayer is actually conversation encapsulated in worship we grow in any relationship because we are able to know the other person not just from our own perspective but also from the perspective of the other this relational imperative holds true in any relational setting and none more so than our walk with HaKodesh Baruch Hu, the Holy One blessed is He we grow in knowing because we listen to His voice we find intimacy because we are able to discuss with God the things He is talking to us about so why do I bring up this idea that prayer is actually conversation encapsulated in worship? So this is a fascinating idea for me to develop. Prayer isn't so much about what we have to say than it is about our capacity to listen to what God has to say. And when we hear what he has to say, our response is a combination of awe worship and longing to hear more this is what strikes me as so fundamentally important about the way David Hamelik opens the Helam 30 Psalm 30 so listen to, to what he has to say here in this verse and if you're reading this in, in the Hebrew you'll find that this starts in verse 2 uh, but is in verse 1 in the English translation. So verse 2. Aromim ha Hashem. I will exalt you Hashem. Ki dilitani. For you have drawn me up. Now this is really fascinating because when we read this in the context of the whole verse which finishes below and you have not let my enemies rejoice over me my enemies or my foes so I've talked about this before but what we see here and what we can realize is that there is an environment here that David Hamelik is talking about that we can be lifted up into and this environment is the place where his voice speaks. And if I let it, his voice will draw me into an ever-expanding 
cycle of revealing. All I need to do is respond with awe, wonder, and more longing. So consider this. Prayer is connection because I value hearing above speaking. So how do we facilitate this movement upwards? Because there is a, a, a profoundly important word in this verse. And it's something that I come back to time and time again. And you may ask yourself, and quite rightly so, why is Carl always talking about this word, dilatani? And the reason it inspires me, because it was, it was one of those aha moments in my life. One of those moments of epiphany. One of those moments of insight. When I realized that there is an element here where the hand of God is more prominent in my life than I was aware of. Dilatani, you have drawn me up. So the key I found with this word and what inspired me and changed the way I approached relationship with God was a realization and an insight into how this word is closely associated with the covenantal function of humility as expressed through the letter Dalit. And this is something that I want to just quickly focus on in the rest of this podcast. If you are unfamiliar with the Hebrew alphabet or the alphabet, then the letter Dalit is the fourth letter. Now what's interesting about the letter Dalit is that it is closely associated with the word Dalat, which means poor. Now when we consider the word poor in this context, what it's referring to is not so much someone who doesn't have means, but rather who currently don't have the means at that specific time to achieve a future objective. And so a poor person is someone who is open or waiting for or able to receive that which will enable them to increase in their capacity to achieve a goal or a result as opposed to someone who is impoverished or poor. In other words, they are unable, even if you give them resources, to improve their condition. So the letter Dalet here is doing something very interesting. And this is why it is associated with the word Dilitani, which in Tehillim 30 is translated as you have lifted me up. So the question that is generally asked, and this is something that really was part of my discussion when I was looking into, beginning to look into the letters themselves, is how does a word for poor equate with humility? Because when we look at this word here, dilatani, the essence of it, and that it, the why it's being translated as you have lifted me up is because it is something external to the person. So David HaMelech here is talking about 
God, you have lifted me up. This is, you have lifted me up beyond my personal capacity. And so when I speak about this verse being lifted up into an atmosphere where only his voice exists, it's because this is the hand of God upon our lives. And this is something very important that David Hamelik is trying to communicate here. So there is something that is outside of himself that has enabled him, empowered him to go into an arena of relationship, an arena of engaging with God that is not available to him. It's something that he had to be lifted up into. And this is a very key insight into the idea of what it means to be humble and why the letter Dalit and its association with this word poor, Dalat, is so important. And so I want to sort of introduce this concept of humility here, which fashions our capacity to be led somewhere. And again, this is another important idea. When we consider the framework of what God's Word is doing with us and why it's so important to learning how we build conversation with God because the Word of God guides us. It leads us into areas that we didn't know existed. They are beyond our capacity even to comprehend. But when we are exposed to the sound, to the breath of God in his word, that breath, that sound illuminates our path. And this comes back to what we, talk, we talked about in Psalm 119. Your word is a lamp, it is a light for my feet for my path it shows me what's in front of me what I couldn't see and so this idea of humility in man's service of God in our pursuit of God the Dalit characterizes an interesting word shiflut or loneliness the consciousness of possessing nothing of one's own and this is a remarkable idea, and it's what the essence of humility is when we begin to engage it this way. We realize that it's what God does with us that makes the difference. It's the way he talks with us. It's the way he communicates with us. The way he guides us that makes the difference. Our part to play in this is how do we respond? How do we respond? And David HaMelech is talking about there. My response to you, God, he is saying, is aromimcha, I will exalt you. And so if we come back to what I was saying at the beginning of this discussion, when I said that one of the things that profoundly impacts us and comes to the forefront of our investigation into prayer is that prayer is actually conversation encapsulated in worship. So David Hamelik here is, is indicating to us 
that he's found this pathway of selflessness, of humility, realizing that it's the external influence of God as he engages, as he dwells within me, that allows me to be lifted up into an arena of conversation, an arena of awe, an arena of worship. I will exalt you, Hashem, because you have drawn me up, you have lifted me up. And he's acknowledging here, this isn't something that I could make happen. It's because of your kindness, God, because of your desire for me. And when we allow that mindset, when we allow the doorway of that insight to guide our feet, it changes the way we speak with God. Because we begin to understand who He is in the way that He reaches out to us to lift us up. It fills me with awe. It fills me with the wonder of who God is. Baruch Hashem. Shalom. Shalom.